two weeks. I think I'm ready. Two weeks. I don't even know what that is. What? A, a, a total recall. A Michael Michael Ironsides lose two arms. Big ball comes out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nostrils. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen with Ricky and Sean. Somebody has seen Last Jedi. A bunch of people. The premiere was Friday, I believe. I believe so. It was uh, this week. I, I was not one of the special people. Well, reactions are out, and I am totally pumped. And let me tell you what else. I went and got three tickets. Uh, me, my son, and his cousin. We're going to see it Thursday night, first showing at our local theater. And it is nice. going to be amazing. Because the reactions to this movie put in concrete why the director has been chosen to do the next trilogy. They say this is the best Star Wars movie made to date. Really? 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 That uh, that excites me. Uh, I just... Uh, I'm, I, I'm done with all the trailers. I'm done with you know, reviews and stuff. It, it's time to put up or shut up. I, I'm ready to go watch it and make my own judgment. I'm just so pumped. Well, let's talk about one thing. We both did see one last trailer, which the entire internet freaked the hell out about. Spoilers about it. I, I don't think it's a spoiler. And if you know what, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it here. We're not going to talk about what's in the trailer. But what yeah. happens could be explained several hundred ways and spoils nothing to me. Well, how do you feel about it? I mean, I agree with you. Um, when when I sent you the link and I was like, you know, everybody had been posting, oh, check out all these spoilers, check out all this. I, I watched it and then I kind of sent it to you to see what you've seen because I wasn't seeing anything. And I was like, huh feel kind of like an idiot i don't know why these people are freaking out about spoilers and i sent it to you hoping to judge your response i am just i am just as stupid as you are sir i can tell you that right now because i didn't see anything that that threw me off in there there is a cool moment that I, i that everybody's talking about that i'd like to know more about but it doesn't spoil anything for me so not at all i mean i'm ready to see this movie i am so pumped i i've oh yeah Taken, I made sure I opened that day. I made sure I've got my tickets the day they were available. And I'm, I'm going to make sure we're at the theater in time to get the seats we want. So, well, this is happening. I cannot wait. Um, I, I don't know when. I don't, I don't have pre-bought tickets or anything yet. Uh, more than likely, we will shoot for Saturday evening. And if that's not done, then I'll go catch my normal Sunday morning matinee. Well, since we're done with movies, let's talk about some trailers. First of all, earlier this week, the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer came out. Uh, How did it land on you? Okay, look, it's amazing. It's an incredible trailer. I love dinosaurs. I love Chris Pratt. You know, it looks incredible. So much fun. This trailer, when I watched it, I was like, is is this a trailer or a featurette? 
because it almost gives me too much. I I don't want to see this much right now. I, you know, it, it felt like it gave too much story. Like it was giving me different points from, you know, the first act, the second act. I could almost tell that from the trailer itself. I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I, I just felt it gave way too much detail and information than I wanted right now. Um, I I felt a little underwhelmed by it. I mean, uh, the premise of what they're doing, I, oh, I, awesome. I, I get it. But, oh, come on. Now, this is Jurassic Park, though. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I love Chris Pratt. I'm, I'm going to go see this in theater. You know, he he's an exciting, funny guy to watch. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, she's easy on the eyes. Bryce and, Dallas Howard. Uh, surprisingly, look, look at her father and uncle and then tell me she's related. <laughs> yeah, very true. That's very odd. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go watch it. But the trailer just, I was underwhelmed. See, I just thought I thought it was great. It looked exciting. It looked like it had its suspenseful parts, you know. Obviously, um, too much. I think the you, you gave me way too much, and I I was just like, I really thought it was a featurette more than a, a trailer that's supposed to tease me and get me hyped for the movie. You gave me a good, you know. I think the what is it? It's over three minutes long gave me a good chunk of the movie and i was like yeah you know thanks but yeah. you you don't have to give me that that much I, i'll be excited for jurassic park no matter what you know well let me tell you what i got excited for the ready player one new trailer dropped today yes and oh my gosh me and my son and my uh other son were high-fiving and whoo whooping uh, there is a daggum Gundam in that trailer. There is the Iron Giant. There is Akira's bike. There is, I mean, and I know we've seen a lot of this, the DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot more story to it, which I've never read Ready Player One. Uh, we got some Van Halen music over the trailer. I, I, this is, this is going to do this for me. This is exciting. This is a property I don't know anything about, but I'm ready to see this. See, I like this trailer better than the others because it doesn't just live off the nostalgia hype. It actually, you know, tells you a portion of the story, you know, this giant Easter egg hunt for, you know, money and power and all this stuff. This is the part where it starts to look like an adventure movie, and I love it. it. It is going to be a fun ride. And oh my gosh, I saw characters from Overwatch in there. I was like, "What? Oh my gosh, they're they're playing hardcore to to gamers." Which mm-hmm. I mean, the whole premise of the book is that. I mean, but uh, the visuals in this movie or, that we got from the trailer look amazing. Absolutely look amazing. And I did not realize that the computer world actually looks like a computer world. The characters in the computer world. Look like computer characters. Look like Final Fantasy, modern Final Fantasy takes on characters, and I was I was fine with that. Um, and I did like that there are uh, real world elements to the story I did not know about. Like I said, I haven't read the book, so I, I was I was very excited to see uh, that story element come into play. That it won't just be uh, in your mind or, or 
in in the computer world. So that was very right. very fun. And also one I, trailer I did want to talk about before we get into news. Uh, did you see the Battle Angel Alita trailer? I did. What did you think? Uh, wow. I like wow that I liked it. You don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I don't know what more you want me to say. Well, I mean, a little. You know, I, I've never seen the source. I mean, I knew that it was an anime, and it's been out there for it's a it's a very long time. I think it came out in the eighty late eighties, early nineties. I never watched any of it, but I, I knew what it was. Neither did I. Um, and did and I. let me tell you, the first scene threw me off in the trailer. The the big eyes and I was like, oh, what are we? And then and then a, whenever the trailer got going, I was like, oh, okay, I, I get it now. Um, yeah. But it looked very exciting. Um, like you know, it's cyborgs fighting, like where she takes. Like where the very obvious cyborg grabs her by the throat and then suddenly she has him through a table. That looked yeah. really, really sweet. Yeah, I like that part. Um, and uh, Mr. German guy, what is his dad going name? Shango, I will help you, Shango. Um, <laughs> Christoph Waltz, dear God. Yes. I'll take I'll take a known actors you should know for two hundred there. Uh, Chuck or whoever, yeah. Um. So we both like that. So one one thing I just realized we didn't have on here, uh, the Quentin Tarantino stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We can't skip that. I guess Quentin Tarantino and Star Trek. You, he's your guy. You do. You take it. I, I'm just saying it would be fun. For, I mean, I don't... How does something like this happen? Like, that's what I'm trying to wrap my head around is, you know, I know there's my... I love Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, you know, uh, Hateful Eight, Kill Bill, all those movies. And then there's a totally another genre where where there's Star Trek. Now, I, I don't know how these two combined or when... You know, Tarantino started thinking of this idea of doing a Star Trek movie. See, that's the thing. There's no details. There's none of that. He's going to write this movie after he finishes, what, directing whatever he's directing right now. Well, let's... We, we let's, don't have any detail or anything about right, it. Right, but, but let's look at it real quick because this isn't an unknown quantity. I mean, in Tarantino's movies, like one of the first things you see... In Kill Bill is uh, blood is a dish best served cold, an old Klingon proverb. He is a Star Trek fan. This is true, and and he's a comic book fan. I mean, look at his movies. Look at what he's done. He's an old. He's a kung fu fan. He is a guy. He's an artist with a unique vision that likes a lot of the same stuff we do. But he, he's also an artist on top of that, doing doing yeah. movies that you know special people like. Like Sean, um, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I just don't understand how these two things are going to cross over, and you know, when when he says Star Trek movie, does he mean original series Star Trek in cast? Does he mean this new generation of Star Trek, or or is he talking about Picard and Riker, the well, next generation? Or... Funny enough, you said that. Um, 
Patrick Stewart said he would come back to Star yeah, Trek if Quentin Tarantino. That. that that would be great. That's unreal. Like, but but then uh, as Jamie and I, I was telling you, Jamie and I were discussing. We were using all the Tarantino actors and casting them as Star Trek members. And, dude, it was hilarious. Coming up with the, you know, take all of Tarantino's regulars and place them in a Star Trek movie. And that is hilarious. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to other be like, oh my God, what, what, why is Tim Roth Dr. McCoy? <laughs> You know, well, I don't. I don't think they'll do any of that route. I think uh, I don't think they'll replace the current cast with the cl- uh, of the classics. Um, I think it would be a new, a new crew ship. I don't know. <laughs> I, I See, just no it's it's an un- that part is an unknown quantity because that is. That is a, a square peg trying to fit in the round hole, and you don't know how that's going to work. I, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, definitely interesting, yes. People are going to be watching this until it comes to fruition. Yes. Um, but uh, we also have <sighs> some other huge news. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which this has been happening for a very long time, whenever Salt Lake City Comic-Con had a bigger take of people... San Diego Comic-Con started pitching a fit, started litigation, and a lawsuit has come to its end, and they've sided with San Diego Comic-Con. They are going to keep the rights and hold the rights to the Comic-Con name, which I don't know what that says about a lot of local cons. Um. Well, I know what it does say loud and clear. San Diego Comic-Con is a pretentious dick. <laughs> Like, seriously? Seriously? Comic-Con? You're so... You're already the biggest and the best, man. When you're the biggest and the best on the block, you you don't walk around flexing your muscle every day because then nobody, you're not going to be the biggest and the best for long because all those people that you're trying to flex on go home. All those thousands of people that that fly there, that spend tons of money, that thousands of dollars for that week in San Diego. And then what does San Diego do? Reach out and start hurting the local cons where these people are from? Well, you're, you got to remember, jerk. you got to remember, San Diego Comic-Con is being threatened because uh, Salt Lake City Comic-Con surpassed them. Uh, New York Comic-Con, I think, has surpassed them. I, I may have that Here, wrong, but... Um, oh wow! There, there's huge competition, and Salt Lake City Comic Con is in contention to bring bigger people and offer more to the Comic Con crowd and to the um, audience, not the audience, the 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 guests. Right. And San Diego okay. Comic Con has been needed. They had a deal with San Diego to San Diego would expand, have a bigger center, blah blah blah. None of that none of that has happened. San Diego is well, stuck at where it where it's been for a very long time. They're they're at capacity. They sell out to the same hundred and thirty thousand every year or whatever. And these other venues are hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty thousand. And they're they're fighting it. Yeah, but that's that's fault. So, in other words, 
uh, I've reached my maximum capacity, and rather than growing and adapting the way a business should, I'm just going to get all butthurt and sue you. Because it's my self-defense mechanism. But they also have the added advantage of being out next to Hollywood. You know, they can pull almost exactly. anybody they want to at any time. They do have uh, some big. <sighs> they have Didn't some you? weight to swing around, and this this it. is only That's the first fun. step. That's fine. You know, I I think this is on San Diego Comic Con. To grow and adapt. You're in L.A., man. Don't tell me you don't have a convention center big enough out there in that area. So you move 30 miles north, west, whatever direction you need to move. You move a little bit. You regroup. You figure out your new space. And you grow larger than your competition. There, It's just a stupid thing. I, I, I'm... Seeing this judgment come down, I was just like, really? Really, San Diego Comic-Con? It makes me not even want to care about the, the stuff that comes out of there, you know? Well, and also, <sighs> anything that comes out of San Diego Comic-Con, and, and they're getting too big for the britches, and this is why. Anything that comes out, I don't have to invest... $2,000 to get me, myself, and a member of my family to San Diego Comic-Con. I can read about it 10 minutes to 10 hours later online and get all the same news. You can live stream it on YouTube. I don't have to do a damn thing to get what I want out of San Diego Comic-Con beside meeting artists, looking for comics, meeting talent. And I can do that at a local convention. Maybe not as big and as broad-shouldered as San Diego Comic-Con, but I can go get that fix in my own state, locally, right. where my money is going to go to people I, I can walk up and talk to almost any time and not be some huge, overbearing convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh. But on... on on a better note, and some good news, uh, Masters of the Universe, the He-Man uh, He movie, has been in the works for a very, very long time. We've been talking about this for literal years. But a step in the right direction has occurred. Uh, David Goyer, the director of Blade Two and some other things, is in talks to direct Masters of the Universe for Sony. I like it. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I, I could do that. I mean, Masters of the Universe one of those properties from our use that just hasn't got... I mean, we had the 80s movie. That's so bad, but but those of us, we all know it's so bad, but it's all we have. Oh, come so on now. It. You got Frank Langella. He's a great Skeletor. That that God version, that God armor Skeletor is, is absolutely great. I love Dude, that. I, just want I want to see a toy of that. The guy, you got you the... Defend Gwildor. You got... I'm not defending Gwildor. <laughs> you got... Uh, uh, Lubig, the uh, uh, the guy from the principal from Back to the Future, and the uh, Dick uh, aircraft carrier commander uh, on Top Gun. He he's in there, and he's great in that movie. I love that guy. Um, and then you got Dolph Lundgren, which it should not be in that role, but is, and is it's yeah, <laughs> it, it's fun to go back and watch that movie. I I enjoy it, and it's pure nostalgia. I know. I know it's not that good, but it's got some points. 
it, the the He Man the the Skeletor stuff is actually pretty good in my book. I really like Frank Langella in that role. The and the makeup was amazing. It's all that's we a, have. That's about all we got. So yeah, we we need a we need a better live action He Man for sure. Uh, just like we need a a mask Robotech. Uh, all that stuff that we're missing right now, Voltron movie. Let's let's do all of it. But yeah, this this uh, this is coming closer to the reality than it has before. So do it. I'm happy do to it. see it. Now, the biggest news we have. <laughs> all right. Uh, Fox and Disney have been rumored for a very long time. <clears throat> to be in a deal and mm. some more and more stuff I mean they came out and announced there was a deal being worked on um, just let's see when was this article put out on December 8th Variety put out an article um, all the movers and shakers behind the scenes uh, Disney with uh, JP Morgan and Guggenheim Partners and uh, Fox with Goldman Sachs you know, all the banking stuff, all the behind-the-scenes money is starting to get shuffled around uh, to work out the deal. So, I mean, this is very real. This is very close oh, yeah. to happening. The deal is not sealed yet. No. Could fall through, but this is something that's being worked out, hammered out. That's <clears throat> a lot of money. That, that, that's one or two movies, you know. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic it, Four. Is, here's the question I have. Here, Here's... Is there any downside to this deal? Possibly. I mean, you could... Everything over at Fox could come to a grinding halt until Disney figures out what they want to do. You could m maybe not get some Deadpool stuff, some X-Men stuff that you're some people were looking forward to, that I'm looking forward to, uh, some shows. Well, you you think my, it could cause a delay in New Mutants or something? Well, I don't know... New Mutants, I think, is in the can. I I'm not sure. So Deadpool's in the can, right? I don't, I don't know about any of that. I don't know how that affects any of it. They could choose to hold it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they would, because it's a guaranteed revenue stream. It's going to make money. I don't know, but it yeah. puts a lot of things up in the air, and we just want to see where they land quickly. Um. I'm so excited for this. And, uh, you know, people have been doing dream casting. And I haven't... I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, I let Wizard do that back in the day for X-Men, and I was fine with that. I haven't... I'm horrible at trying to cast people in certain roles. But I did see an inspired bit of casting. What do you think of... What do you think of Jamie Lannister as Doctor Doom? Oh, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. I'd be down with that. I like that, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's all too up in the air right now. I mean, it just doesn't... <sighs> oh, yeah. I can't get too excited. It's like all the stuff that says, it's like all the stuff that says Hugh Jackman's back. You know, I, I've seen that two or three times this morning. Well, said, oh, you know, at one oh. time he said that he would, he did say in the past he would play it again if he could be in the Avengers movie. You know, well, I don't. The rumor I, is the rumor. The rumor is Infinity or Avengers Four. I mean, that's what the three articles I seen this morning said. You know, of course, all this hype is flying around this deal. So, 
people are making clickbait articles left and right. Believe what you will, but that would be fun. It would be. Right, and it's all speculation until oh, yeah. until the pen yeah. goes down. So We got some news on X-Men Dark Phoenix, and Dark Phoenix as a story... Uh, has been attempted before in movie form, did not work, did not look good, did not... Ended up in X-Men 3, and it is a horrible movie. Now, we did get some news that X-Men Dark Phoenix will take the X-Men to space. Nice. Jean Grey will run into the Phoenix Force. It is not part of her, so... Full Power Awakens and the Cosmic Force known as Phoenix. So, yeah, they are going to go... Cosmic Entity Phoenix, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm all for, and the Entertainment Weekly has a cool cover with her as as Phoenix. I liked it. I liked that cover. That looked cool. But um, a- answer this, and, and this isn't on our list or anything. Why the hate for uh, Sophie? Uh, what what's her last name? I can't think of it. Turner. Um, the yeah. Why the hate for Sophie Turner? I've just seen. I've seen YouTube videos entitled Why Sophie Turner Will Ruin This uh, Generation of X-Men. and Well, I, first of all, Apocalypse wasn't a good movie. and I mean, I agree. A, a lot of people... It wasn't as bad as I thought it could be, though. A lot of people can blame a lot of things in that movie. And they could say, oh, Sophie Turner, she was Orville Phoenix, blah, blah, whatever. And, and it truly, I think that movie suffered... Uh, and they focused on the destruction and not the characters. So yeah. Well, I mean, for me, when I I watch X Men Apocalypse, you know, I went into it with such low low expectations that when I finished it, I was like, "Hey, it ain't bad. Definitely better than what I thought it would be." Yeah, and I feel so, the same way. So, yeah. So maybe I didn't look at it as critically as I should, but I I don't feel like her bad acting stood out any more than the next person. I also think it was directed well. Dude, and, and, and one more thing, not on the list, and, and but we're about to move on. Can can I have a grind my gears moment? <laughs> I, I, I know you I know you love these, especially when they're they're impromptu. So so <clears throat> I have a Fire TV and a Fire Stick. (laughs) YouTube! Go ahead! Listen here, YouTube. I understand, uh, Google, that you're a little defensive of your product. And you may not be exactly happy when your competition doesn't want to promote your product the way you believe it should be promoted. But seriously, taking away YouTube from all of us that I, I I don't think people like. I mean, Rick, you probably understand. I really do watch as much YouTube throughout an entire week as I watch regular TV. I watch I rewatch YouTubers that I've watched for years. Every now and then I'll be like, hey, I wanna watch some Shay Carl. I want to watch CTFXC. I want to watch The Creatures. I want to watch Cow Chop. There's all these YouTubers, and they all have years' worth of content that I love to re-watch. I am one of those people. I can re-watch anything. 
and Google wants to just take that away, that doesn't make me upset at Amazon. That makes me upset at Google. You're you're already in the middle of ad apocalypse. YouTube is already not doing very well at all. And it's Google's fault. This is solely Google's fault because all they have to do is stand up to some of these advertisers that throw these little hissy fits afraid that somebody attached to some random YouTube video will say something. Listen, if I'm watching, you know, NCIS and it's super gory and Tide commercial comes on and then I watch this gory part and I'm like, my goodness, why are they showing this on TV? I don't get mad at Tide. Are, are the people that do this stuff, you know, really still in that frame of mind? Well, if they watch my commercial before they watch my movie, then they're going to associate it. No, they don't. No one does. No one does that crap. Uh, it, it's just, for some reason, people want to single YouTube out and don't realize that YouTubers, they don't have any control of that. You have just as much control as to watch a YouTuber as to not watch a YouTuber as you do to watch your TV and not watch your TV. The only thing those ads are there for are to help the actual YouTuber make some revenue. And by them being creating this ad apocalypse by trying to please everybody and not hurt a single person's feelings, which is ignorant, they they're they're causing a chain reaction that is now them removing YouTube from all Amazon products. I don't know what I'm... I'm already looking up third-party apps. I mean, it's not like they're going to stop me. I'm the person that sideloaded my Fire TV with Cody. I'm sideloaded it with Mobdro. You know, I'm going to find a third-party app that works. Why not let me have the one that you provided that is made for this product? I don't know, man. I think Google's going down a path that is not very good when it comes to the way they're handling YouTube in general. Like, whoever's in charge of handling YouTube is in dire need of a kick in the rear. Well, a lot of things are losing sight of regular people and, and their, uh, their, their consumer. I mean... <sighs> You know, if, if you want to, if you want, if you want to sling mud with, you know, uh, the guy who owns Amazon, it. If El if Elon Musk and somebody want to get into a slap fight, why why does the consumer have to pay? <laughs> bear yes, exactly. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, and what's funny is like on the same day that Google said this, Apple let Amazon onto their, uh, like Apple TV and stuff. <laughs> like the, the, yeah. the main yeah. fight yeah. that's been forever. That's never going to happen. Well, I mean, happened on the day. Well, that the, the, hey, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh my goodness, dude. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm so furious that they're taking away YouTube. Like I, I seriously, that, that's the first thing I do every freaking day is I come home and I, I click on YouTube 
I, in my office area. I watch my daily YouTube videos. I got three or four that I know I watch regularly. Just infuriating to have stupid crap like this come in the way. And now I'm going to have to go through and reduce different stuff because Google oh, wants to Oh, come on. Turn. You're going to watch it on your phone or you're going to cast it to your whatever. You're it's not, still annoying. You're not going to be affected any anyway. It's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. Yes, it is. Well, yeah, it's annoying. All right. Thank, thanks for letting me rant. Uh, by the way, I do not have any local haul this week. Thank so you I'm for not... listening to Tech News Today. Tom Merritt will be on in just a minute. Um, Yeah, local haul. I, I just got some Transformers. <laughs> but I did want to talk about uh, one Transformer in particular. Uh, Wind Charger, who was my first toy, uh, first mm-hmm. Transformer as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just released the best version, Power of the Primes version of Wind Charger. Uh, looks like the original toy. Looks like he did in the cartoon. It's great. I love it. Got which uh, Wind Charger, Beachcomber, and Slash, a new Dinobot. And, and the Dinobots are coming back out if anybody's interested in this line. Nice. Um, and this, this is a really exciting line for anybody who has any love for the old cartoon. Go look at it in your local store. You don't have to buy anything, but just look at it and uh, get a little nostalgia hit. Um, Lost in Time. Sean, where were you wanting to go with this? Lost in Time. What are we doing? Cartoon Christmas specials? What are we talking? The, uh, the like, was it Rolling in Bass? Rankin and Bass. Rankin and Bass. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, dude, I mean, I watch those. I'll watch those. Well. Um, or cartoon Christmas specials. I mean, I- I'm sure I'll become more acquainted with them now that Jax is going to watch them. But other than Rankin and Bass, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, uh, what? The which ones with the Island of the Misfit toys? Uh, Rudolph. Rudolph. See, I like those, uh, but I I don't watch any on a regular. Well, I was thinking back uh, back in our youth, whenever because you had stuff that did this. You'd have the Yogi Bear Christmas uh, episode. You'd have oh, yeah. He Man and Shira Christmas episode. You had the <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Jetsons. You had yeah Hanna Barbera was. On top of that, back in the day, um, I kind of miss those. <laughs> well, I mean, lucky yeah. For you, <laughs> lucky for you, if you if you look on Netflix right now, go grab Hudson. You can watch the Trolls Christmas Special. No, 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 no. We're, no, I meant I meant from back in my youth, not any of that. Oh no, crap! Yeah, they put out you today. Wanna, you want to watch them? Don't no, you? I don't. He's gonna find it, and then you're gonna have to watch it. 32 times in a row. No, that's PJ Masks right now. Thank you. Local man commits suicide after watching PJ Masks for 500th time in a row. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Now, you had a question for this, have you seen it? I did. Now, Sean, this is is my question. Whenever you've had... (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think of you when I think of this. Whenever you have one of those days, you just come home from work or you came from outside and almost cut your finger off chopping wood or something, this just I'm done. I am done with this day. I'm done with this these people. What I am done today. What are what movie show are you going to throw in to help you relax? What is your go-to I am done movie? Uh, okay. Um I, I tried to think honestly. Honestly, what do I watch, you know? I, I could think of some good movies, but I don't I don't really watch movies. If I'm in the I'm done. I'm done. I don't I don't it's usually not movies. Um I usually need something to totally distract me for little short periods of time. I, I'll either watch TV shows or or I'll go to my, my good old YouTube and uh, there's several playlists that I have made up that I, I love watching when I'm done. Like Uber Hacks or Nova has like a, a 65 uh, video playlist of him playing Grand Theft Auto 5 online. And I, I seriously have watched that probably five or six times. But normally, TV show-wise, you know, I'm not able to watch stuff like that with family around. So what I'll watch is either... Parks and Rec, or How I Met Your Mother. Those are our go-tos. Just put it on. There's certain episodes that we love to watch. Watch those, and that's my zone out, my veg out. I don't want to. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. You know, that's what. Those are the things I watch. Um, I'm either gonna go, like I'm just sick of sick of this. I am sick of. Whatever happened. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, it's probably going to be something like Clerks, Mallrats, Friday, those movies. It's going to yeah. be one of those. And I'm just going to sure. just relax and, and laugh, you know, at the stupidity and the comedy and just uh, clear. <laughs> just something where your brain can be set to off. Yes. And you're and, and you can still function as a human, but but your brain is turned off. Yes, I love those moments. You need to face forward, or you face the consequence. Bam! Oh, you should you, listen you, to your own. What the hell is this? You should listen to your own advice, man. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Um. There, there are those movies. You know, I I love Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but. I don't know. Usually, if I'm in a bad mood and don't want to be bothered, uh, something about it, just investing two hours into chilling, doesn't really help me any. Because, I, I don't know, I, I love those 15-minute, the 20-minute, you know, takeaways from reality, and then I get to move on to another topic, and then another topic, and maybe maybe uh, TV series just work a little better for me. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, this is a movie or show, I mean, unless I'm coming home to, like, you know, nobody's here for whatever reason, I'm probably going to actually be working in Photoshop on something, just to take my yeah. mind off it, just something creative yeah. to get me thinking about something else. Or um, listen to music. Right, but, it, it, but the spirit of it was, if, if there was a movie you would come in and throw in, what would it be? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean honestly... Movies like that, uh, Office Space, is a good one to watch. Uh, what? I, I, I just 
picture office space being one of those that where you're like, what the I'm heck so does PC load letter mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're mad at your work, so you watch a movie where other people are just as mad at their work. Grand Tour, season two, it came out. Nice. And I I uh, I don't know if because last year when Grand Tour season two came out, and I'm sure it was like this. I wasn't able to watch it uh, right when it came out. And so I think they all had built up. And by the time I watched it, I was able to binge watch all of them. But they only come out one episode a week. Uh, Yeah, I know. I'm experiencing that with The Runaways right now. But let me tell you, for, for those of you that are the fans of the Top Gear, you're fans of Grand Tour, this first episode is definitely definitely worth watching um yeah i think i seen some highlights from it the other day and it looked pretty crazy well well for for those that follow that 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 trio of gentlemen you'll know that hammond was in iraq uh with the uh croatian supercar the rimac uh and i will tell you you get to see the wreck you get to see the camera crew's reaction, you get to see the helicopters come in to get Hammond. They they do not hold back. And what's really bad is when I realized, you know, okay, it's this episode. They're introducing the Rimac. Holy crap. We're going to see Hammond wreck. Uh, I was in full anticipation the whole episode, just sitting on the edge of my seat because... I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know the full scenario as to when, where, and how. And when it happened, it still caught me off guard. Michelle was like, tell me when it's going to happen. I'm like, oh, oh, Michelle, it's about to happen. And then as I said it, he, he went and he wrecked. And I was like, oh, my goodness. It, and it is it's quite exhilarating. Uh, Grand Tour Season 2 definitely kicked off with a bang. And... They are in prime form. Let me tell you, they those gentlemen are they're ready to do this. This series looks like so much fun. I I'm a huge fan of Top Gear. Top Gear is probably one of my shows that I could come in and watch any time. I mean, seriously, any episode, any time, I can binge watch all of Top Gear constantly. I love it. And Grand Tour is just one of those pieces as well. I love it. Yeah, and it's. I need to go back and watch. I'm like in the middle of season one, and uh, I had forgotten about the wreck. And if it's in the first episode, I kind of need to see oh, yeah. that. See, that's what I said. Uh, Michelle was like, "Do you think they'll put the wreck in?" I was like, "They have to. They will. the 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 viewership alone that they will gain from people saying, you know, they want to spread the word." Uh, yeah, the wreck's in there. You want to see it? Go watch uh, episode one, season two. You'll get to see it. Oh my goodness, dude! So crazy. So glad that uh, he was able to make it out of there alive. Because when you see it, it is—it's a sight to behold. Gnarly, um, huh? Oh, really, really, really. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, one thing I'll say that you know, if you watch the episode, they'll reiterate. But, you know, the, the Rimac is an all-electric car. Mm-hmm. And when he wrecked it, you know, that thing's made of eight 
thousand lithium ion batteries. So they started a thermal chain reaction of blowing up. It burned for five days. I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. But um, I have you seen it is definitely Grand Tour Season 2, Episode 1. Check it out. Well, Sean, unless you have a do not see it, we're done. We're done then. I don't have a don't see it. Um, I can tell you that I am at Maynard98 on Twitter. I'm at Maynard98 on Instagram. Uh, both of us are on Twitter. Not so Southern G's. At Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. I need to update Messenger, apparently. And um, then you can talk to us. Uh, I keep having conversations with, you know, uh, people like Jamie, people like Mike, Mike, Chris. Chris. You know. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to talk to anybody who wants to talk. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think uh, we'll probably have a guest here pretty soon. I think we need another guest, dude. I think that was a fun episode, and we need to throw another one out there and uh, see who we can pull in. Yeah, right, anybody gentlemen. interested, send send us a uh, send us a uh, uh, message. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good idea. If you want to be on the show, uh, send us an email. We we don't mind if you're on for five minutes and then want to hang up. We can record a bit and then you know set it off to the side. Whatever you need, want to do. Uh, we appreciate it each and every week. Thanks, gentlemen and ladies, or not so southern gentlemen. I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one.